Sunday pour. It's Monday night. Just uh, wrapping up the uh, first couple rounds of the NCAA tournament here. Sweet 16 is just about set in stone. We've got a few games that still need to wrap up. Florida State looks like they're going to hang on. They just went up 14. Uh, Kansas, USC hasn't even tipped yet, and Alabama's up. They've got a decent lead at the half. So, uh, listen, not one to pat us on the back, but Sunday poor told you that some crazy shit was going to go down in this tournament. <laughs> and it's been – I mean, it's been wild. Did you light your bracket on fire yet? yet? No, I'm, I'm – uh, no, I think we're all still in it because it's been so crazy. I, I, nobody's running away with this thing, so I don't think there's any yeah. reason. Don't, don't tear your tickets up to the end. No, I mean, all things considered, I actually have a good bracket. There you go. With, with, with uh, as good of a bracket as you could have with two Final Four teams going. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's a lot of people. Are, if, you, if you have three Final Four teams in your bracket, you're ahead of the game right now. We did put, we did put a little Sunday poor jinx on a few teams or reverse jinxes on some teams. Um, you, jinx, you jinxed Michigan State the other night as we were signing <laughs> off. We pretty much you penciled them in, and now UCLA is running away. Um, oh, I penciled in the 11th seed. I propelled UCLA to a nice little Sweet 16 run. No, I'm saying at the end of the live show, you were like, "All right, Michigan State going to take care of the business. We're going to take care of business here, and uh, we'll see you next week," kind of thing. Yeah, they're pretty bad that second half. I stayed up for that shit. Oral Roberts, we kind of shit on Oral Roberts, and now look at them. I I had yeah. something good written down in my notes about Oral Roberts. I just never got to it. <laughs> it said I mean, it I... said good guard. It said good guard. <laughs> they have, he's pretty. I mean, he's pretty good. The guard and the only team unfazed by all our um, uh, talking, prognosticating, and guessing and bullshitting is the Oregon Ducks, who one year later have fulfilled the your first your first ever uh, Sunday poor. I don't know um, prediction was the Ducks were going to go far in, in March. You just didn't know it was March twenty twenty one. That's all prophecy. It was that's amazing. It's been amazing. I gotta say, it's been a hell of a weekend for hoops, man. I I really like the the Friday to Monday stuff. I think it's great. It you took, you would you would stick with it? I would, and I'll tell you I'll tell you exactly why. Thursday, Friday, it's well, as great as it is when you when you have like a regular job and you're not like taking time off. You're you're missing most of the fun. So, like, at least now you can deal with, okay, Friday you're in it. You know, you're, you're at work, but you're, you know, maybe you have one ear to it. You're not really locked into it. And Saturday, you get all Saturday. So, maybe you take, like, Friday off, then you get both days of it. Back, you know, two years ago, Thursday, Friday, you can't get, you can't get the full experience unless you're taking a vacation in the middle of it, which is fine. You, take a vac- you can still take a vacation in the middle of it. But just for, like, the average working guy, Give me Friday. And then on Monday, you come into work, and you still get that Monday little cherry on top. You still have mm-hmm. games to look forward to, but it's not like game after game after game. It's second round stuff. So you still get, you know, two, two at work. It's just the, uh, the smaller schedule is, is getting one of the days. Yeah, I mean, I said I wasn't going to complain about the scheduling this year just because, you know, their, back was, their backs were against it a little bit. They had to find a way to get this tournament in. I don't know what moving it back one day did. Really? 
I mean, I guess it gave you a chance to put all the first four games on that Thursday instead of rushing it with Tuesday, Wednesday. Yep. Um, I mean, they're going to go back to the Thursday, Friday, I think, though. I agree. It was nice having Saturday, that full slate, you know, being off for it. Oh, but I think they're going to – I think they're going to end up going back to it. So you're going to have to take Friday off next year. I haven't heard anything official, and that's fine. I, I, said, I haven't heard anything official, though, that it's definitely going to go back to that. I'm just assuming. Uh, I, I have no facts to back it up. None. None. But none, I'm just assuming they go I, back to it. But I won't complain. if I mean, I won't complain if it goes back, but I won't complain if they keep it either. And you would, you would keep the Saturday, Sunday, Sweet 16, Monday, Tuesday, Elite Eight? Uh, I don't know. Let's let me let me live through it first and see. <laughs> let me see how it's. Let me see what it's like. Let's that's the what. only thing that's going to be this this weekend wasn't bad. Uh, this weekend was great the way they had it set up. I didn't mind it. You know, having uh, you know, the first round on Saturday and then today was cool. Just having a couple games on when you're at work. Yeah. Uh, but the Sweet Six. I don't know this. I I do like. I don't know if I like all the Sweet 16 games as standalones because we talk about it all the time. There's always clunkers. Yeah. Arkansas or Roberts in 7 o'clock prime time. That's a risk. It's a little yeah, bit of a you're, risk. You're asking a lot of Oral Roberts if you want them to, to do it for a third straight game and, and keep you interested. At some point, they're going to get the doors blown off them unless Probably. it's a truly magical run. But, you know, just not on the cards most of the time. Yeah, no, you're. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I even think about it from that standpoint. Um, I like having the they stack them pretty well, and even even these games, these second round games, they stack them pretty well, so you can yeah. watch like at least the second half. Yeah. Um, and I like what they did on on Sweet Sixteen night, which is you know you do two games, start off like seven ten and seven fifty, like kind of space mm-hmm. them apart. Mm-hmm. I like having the two the two options because a lot of times in college, I mean, one game stinks and. You're gonna be st- you're gonna be sitting there on an island on Saturday or Sunday with a couple bad games, and you're like, "Fuck, the next game doesn't start for another two hours." Yeah. yeah, shit. So that's that's the only that's the only thing. I the first couple rounds, I was fine with Friday to Monday. The standalone mm-hmm. games could be could run into a couple issues. Yeah, it could drag. It could drag if things don't break the right way for them. Game as far as in game stuff in game action. And you got to politic a little bit if you like, you know, you have wife or you have kids or you have other responsibilities. Which game are you going all in on where I'm like, don't bother me during this game? You might pick the wrong game. You might be like, don't bother me during this game. It ends up being a 30-point blowout, and then you fuck yourself. You know what I mean? You end up missing, like, a good one. So you got to, like, really, like, choose your time wisely this weekend. So it's, wherever, like, it's wherever you put your money in. That's it. That's where you got to make the call. Right. If you're, if you're in it with the bracket still or you got a big bet, that's the game you got to single out. Or you just, I don't know, you just got to have an understanding that it's March and you're just going to be available for a certain amount of time. So certain days, certain amount of time. <laughs> From 2.30 until midnight. Yeah, sorry. I've reserved, uh, I've reserved the right to ask for a little bit of time to myself, that's all. Well, there's halftime and there's windows in between games, so it's not like nine and a half straight hours. Yeah, halftime is more than enough time to do everything you have to do. Yeah. Most of life is bullshit, you know? All you need is a nice 15 minutes to do most, most you, things. 15 minutes of your undivided attention. And, I mean, you could, you could do anything. You could accomplish anything like that. But then right back to the game. But 15 minutes, all in. 15 minutes or less. Was that Geico commercial? Yes. Yeah. So, the yeah. New you Geico could, commercial. You Geico is pretty good with their ads, I got to say. 
Well, I mean, they brought the Dikembe ad back, which is nice. And they got the, the Rocky Road Sprinkles commercial. Which I don't think will ever get old. No. Um, I, I think it's – I think it's, there's – it's – um. It's already a cla- instant classic. Yeah, absolutely. It's like Can- the Yankee game that was on two weeks ago, and then they put it on Yankees Classics. That's <laughs> what that commercial is. It is, yeah. The kids, the kids love it. The adults love it because, you know, it brings back their childhood. And uh, and I just don't think it's going to go anywhere. People love tag team. That's all there is to it. Is that, oh, is that what the, is that a real group singing? That's their song, yeah. Oh, I didn't, I had no idea. Whoop, there it is. I know the song. I didn't know those were the original guys who did it. Oh my god! Why would that? Why would that be such a crazy thing that they just got two actors just to sing that song? I mean, I guess I guess you put it that way. I don't have proof that those are two actual guys from tag team, but I just assume that they were the two actual guys from tag team. Well, we got to do some research. I didn't realize tag team even sang that song. I'm not familiar with tag team. I mean, that's their one song. Their one it's, hit wonders. It's yeah. I don't. I'm pretty sure there's nothing else. Do you have a do you have a go to do you have a go to ice cream brand? <laughs> I think we talked ice cream before. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess Briars. Unless I want something crazy, and I'll go Ben and Jerry's. So your Briars and Ben and Jerry's is your step outside the box. Yeah, but I guess I'll go with anything. Hood, Hood's good. Mm. I don't. I'm not a Briars guy or a Hood. I held a grudge against Hood. They were like a Red Sox sponsor back in the day, and I just kind of held on to it. Yeah, I won't touch anything that says Red Sox. So no, that's that's fair. If I saw, they probably haven't been a sponsor in like 15 years, but still. No, those scars run deep, man. Don't forget. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it. I'm not like one of these. Not like uh, you know, picky when it comes to ice cream. I love ice cream. Sure. But my go-to is friendlies. Yeah, I got a grudge against friendlies just in general. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, just no, never had it. It's never had any luck at friendlies. I'll, I'll I'll put an endorsement out there for a specific flavor: chocolate, Sorry. chocolate almond chip. That sounds great, but I'm not gonna get the friendlies brand. Well, it's more for chocolate the listeners. They can give it a shot. Chocolate almond chip. Check it out. And then Ben and Jerry's is like my outside the box one. If I'm going to overpay for like a little thing. Of, oh, yeah. You got to overpay. Pay for the nose for a thing of fish food. You get a cart. You get a carton of friendlies for more. Uh, it's cheaper than a little thing of Ben and Jerry's. But yeah, Ben and Jerry's is cool. I'm a sucker for a good pun. You know, what can I say? <laughs> a good pun on my treat. That's for yeah. sure. But I mean, it's, it is like a stoner ice cream, though, because it's just, it, it's, I just imagine those two old hippies up there in Vermont, whatever, getting stoned, being like, what can we throw in this fucking ice cream? Like if, go- you, if you were stoned and you had all kinds of like different ingredients at your disposal, you yeah. would make something like the Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Do. Yeah. Like how about like a waffle with the scoop of ice cream and Captain Crunch on top? That's, it's yeah. it sounds phenomenal, but only because a stoner came up with it. Right. And there's only one way to find out if it's good. You got to take a shot. Take a chance. Yeah, and one stoner did that with a dream one time, and uh, <laughs> he was not disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I don't even have like a go-to at Ben and Jerry's either. I feel like I try and try something different. Yeah, all the time. You have to, yeah, because they're always uh, they're they're not steady with their their uh, ice cream. It's always a different one coming in and out. You get a couple like the Cherry Garcia is always there, the Fish Food's always there, 
But yeah. I mean, there's a million different ones. All of a sudden, like Stephen Colbert will show up on a on a carton. The the Tonight Doe, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, well, don't don't bother with that one. Um, I actually had. It. I hate to admit, I did have it, and it was just, pretty good. It was pretty in, good. Well, what's in it? Because that maybe that would sway me. But I'm sure it's cookie dough. If it's dough tonight, dough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's always this, it's like chocolate and caramel and some cookie dough or some nut. It's it's oh it's always good. <laughs> it's ice cream, you know. I mean, you you're already like you're already batting a thousand in the box. That's true. It's yeah. ice cream. You're not yeah. You're not doing. You're not not going to go wrong with that. Do you ever have pistachio ice cream? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You're a yeah. pistachio guy. Yeah, it's good. I don't, I don't know if I'm a pistachio guy. It's not like my. It wouldn't be one of the first ones I buy, but I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I tried it recently. I could take it or leave it. It's not bad, but it's not more of a chocolate guy. Pistachio is a little bit too, like, not fancy. I guess fancy for ice cream. It's a little fancy. Yeah. It is a little fancy. But it is ice cream. It is ice cream. It's not, yeah. So, but it, so it's good. Like, you're not going to load up on a big bowl of pistachio. No, no. Hey, do, you, do you know back in the day, like in fancy, I don't know if it's fancy restaurants or whatever but in fancier or maybe just nice decent restaurants they would do a creme de menthe sundae like for the dessert which i which I, did, to, I, I didn't know that but to my, to my knowledge is just like vanilla ice cream covered in creme de menthe <laughs> i mean cool. yeah worth a shot have you ever heard of bananas foster yeah it's where they light it up right yeah i, I may have even talked about this in the show before i had one in new orleans they come nice. by the table side, man. Yeah, they light the thing on fire. The like the host whips it up in front of you. All right, it's all right. It's <laughs> the presentation. It's the presentation. The show is better than the the actual. The trailer is better than the movie. There you go. All right. Yeah, but it's okay. I, I, it's one of those things. Like if you're in New Orleans, we were in the place that invented it. It's like you gotta, you know, take a seat, take a peek, see what, you- see what the hot fuss is about. Did you get uh, did you get confirmation that this place actually invented it, or they told you they invented it? That's a good question. I don't know. I think uh, I think it was re- my wife does that kind of research. She's like a tourist. Like, oh, we got to go to the place. That's probably. I think we, that's why we were there. Like, we didn't even eat there. We just went there for that. We went there for the best foster. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. All and right. a couple and a couple of bourbons. Huh. All right. So that's a nice peak. That's a nice perk of uh, New Orleans. You could always find a bourbon in every bar down there. <laughs> I mean, you can find a bourbon in every bar up here. It was my, you know. <laughs> That's gym, fair. I, I guess that is true. <laughs> uh, I, don't know if so, I, I don't know if I've ever been to a restaurant just for the dessert. But I would go for uh, bourbon. I would go for bourbon. But I would go for bourbon and dessert, though. It was bourbon and dessert. Definitely wash it down. All right, yeah, down my, uh, I'll give you that. It's on vacation, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm more of a – I mean, I'm a dessert guy on vacation, but it's usually ice cream. Yeah. You got to get ice cream on vacation. Yeah, it just kind of goes with it. Yeah, that makes sense. Nice cone. Sit yeah. on a park bench. You earned it. You got to get it. You got to – if you're eating out – if you're eating, like, in front of the place, you got to go cone. If you're, if you're taking it on the road – you do a cone when you're driving? That's No, because what I'll do is I'll get the cone and I'll eat it, and then everybody will take 45 minutes longer than me to finish it, so I'll just start driving when I'm done. 
So you just woof down a cone. Yeah, if I'm getting ice cream, I don't think I'm driving anywhere. I think I'm waiting till I'm, like, I'm getting an ice cream. I'm eating it right then and there. Relaxing. Yeah, I'm what about not even like a Sunday to go? No, if I'm there on a Sunday, I got to be sitting somewhere. Nope. Nope. Sunday, eat in the place. Okay, so you got to eat the Sunday in the gym. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right, though. Usually it's ice cream, and you're, like, standing outside. There's, like, a bench somewhere. That's it. Always a bench. Yeah, always a bench. More, no benches. My ass is on so many benches with ice cream cones. It's, uh, I mean, it's really the only way to do it. You go waffle cone? I'll mix it. I like the sugar cone. Oh no! Wait, yeah. Which one's the? Uh, I was I was fucking confused. The sugar cone is like the, the small one. No, that's a wafer. No, I always get the fucking cones confused. I don't know. I get the waffle cone. The waffle is a big ass one, right? Yeah, I, it's not a lot of room for air with a waffle cone. Yeah, I I prefer the smaller. I think it's called the sugar cone. Not like the little papery one. That's like kind of. <laughs> like, I know what that one is. That one's a piece almost, of shit. Though. Like, a, like pops up like a little tea almost. Yeah, that, that's I, the worst cone there is. Not that one. Not that one. The sugar cone is solid. Right. The sugar cone sugar has cone. some structure to it. The other cone yeah. you're talking about just crumbles. Oh, just yeah. It'll fall right apart. It's like Purdue Boilermakers. They just <laughs> crumble in a, a big spot. It's a paper cone. Yeah. Oh, Purdue. They were who we thought they were. And it's funny that uh, we linked Iowa to them. Yeah. Iowa, play, Iowa plays nothing like Purdue does this year. Iowa's actually a little bit of a faster team. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, results are results. Yeah, they let them speak for themselves, man. It was no surprise. No surprise. Unbelievable. I mean, if, it's just – yeah, just look at the coaches, man. They're in the headlights. Fran McCaffrey is – you know, an older Matt Painter. They're the same guy. Just daring the headlights. You can't trust them in March. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And anyway, maybe we're burying the lead, which should be Oregon, who played awesome. But I'm sorry. It's just like I go to the negative first. No, we talked about Oregon, and then we got into tag team. That was all right. <laughs> we did if, mention Oregon first. Okay. Listen, if tag team is the big winner as far as the ads go during this tournament, H&R Block is the big loser. I just I, if I see those people again singing, I'm gonna fucking take a chair to somebody's face. I don't know. I'm sure I know the ad, but oh man, it's just it's on I'm actually very good at blacking room. out ads that like irritate me. But it's but it's tougher in the tournament though because every commercial is the same fucking commercials. Yeah, that tag team commercial came. That was like almost during football though, didn't it? Yeah, that's welcome. That's Keep it coming. They could play that seven times a break. I wouldn't yeah. Sprinkles. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep them coming. Either the um, real, I can't believe you think those might be the fake tag team people. I, don't, I, I really didn't even, like, think about it. I was just like, oh, I haven't heard that song in a while. I don't know if it's the guys, the actual guys who sing it. Oh, my God. This is, Wow. I'm gonna have to research it. I never I mean, even knew who sang that song. You can research it because I'm I'm gonna say that there's no way that's anybody but the real guys. It's probably it. It's gotta be the real guys. Now that I think about it. All right, good. I'm glad we got that cleared up. No, I'm not arguing. I just no, no, I, didn't I think about it. No, I know. I just I, I didn't think it was an argument. I just I'm just glad we uh got some, you know, closure on it. Yeah. Um, you know, I was real back. We'll get back to the positives. We're trying to 
try and be positive here. I was watching Oregon today, and we talked about all these teams that have, like, identities, like how Purdue and Iowa are similar. And they're just like they, – you consider them to be slow, like very, like, white, whitish teams yep. that kind of dribble the ball to court. You know what? You know what I – you know what I identify Oregon with? Uh, yeah, like Justin Herbert or something, right? Just run and gun. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, talk about more on the basketball. No, the I know, but I'm, sure, I'm, just, I'm just saying Oregon in general. I don't know. Just open up the offense, that's all. And football, if we're talking Oregon football. Yeah, but we're talking about system quarterbacks. I was, I was guessing. I was guessing. All right, what do, yeah. you, what, do you, what do you think? Marcus Mariota, system quarterback. All right, <laughs> I, that was my shot at the football team. The basketball team, what I think of, blanks. They oh, are yeah. lanky That's going, going back a few years, too, just long. Yep. It's like six foot eight, six foot nine guys. You just you throw the ball into the paint. They're poking balls away. They protect Arms the everywhere. rim. They're like the inflatable – what do you call it? The wacky inflatable <laughs> arms guy. That's what, that's what Oregon is. They always have a couple guards that can shoot. And a bunch of lanky guys who are just poking their oh, hands man. around, man. That's what I'm going to think about when I watch them coming up. That's what I'm going to think about is yeah. them just in the middle, like just flailing around. That's that's <laughs> Oregon basketball. <laughs> um, we talked about well, uh, here, well, I talked about uh, I don't know when it was. It was leading up to the tournament, the eight or higher seed. That'd oh, be yeah. in the final four. Yep. So right now we have one, two, three, four, five candidates, assuming Maryland doesn't hang on. Mm-hmm. Three of them are in the same region. So we have Loyola, Oregon State, eight right. and a twelve. Yep. You have Syracuse, which is playing Houston. Yep. Eleven seed. You have Oral Roberts, that's the 15, that's four. And then you have UCLA at 11. And then Maryland, we'll see what happens here. They're down 10, whole half to go, though. So we'll see what happens there. Yep. So right now, those five teams. Which team brings my uh, premonition true? Is that a word, premonition? I don't know if I used it right. but Where was High and Loyola? The sister stuff, crazy. And you're going to say they got the best chance to get to Elite Eight, and then they might – well, it's going to be somebody from this bracket, right? Because you, you have – You're writing off Oral Roberts. I'm writing off Oral Roberts. Yes, I am. Are you writing off UCLA? Um, I am not. No, I am not. Because I don't okay. – Alabama – I. I think they can be had in Maryland, of course. That's just, I mean, it's a toss-up game. I'm not yeah. writing off UCLA. No, UCLA has a chance. I hate to say it, but, I, like, what's the opposite of a feel-good story? Because Syracuse, Syracuse. Syracuse is, is that. It's just, I don't like how they, they end up like an 11 seed. They get in. They're, they're, they're reduced to this team that's just, it's, it's, a legend, quote unquote, legendary coach. He's legendary, I guess. Some people, cocksucker that he is. Um, I mean, it's just it's a coach's kids team, though. I mean, and there's no. And we talked about it before, but there's there's no coach's kid name more than Buddy. You name your kid Buddy, you're going to be his coach at some point. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's no name that epitomizes coach's kid more than than Buddy. This is what he fantasized about. 
Oh, he knew for the past when 18 he years. Them. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's the complete opposite of feel good story because they somehow they back their way into the, into the tournament. Shouldn't even be here. They get an 11 seed. So now they're actually upsetting teams. So they're almost like the scrappy underdog, but it's fucking Syracuse. They're a monster fucking school. They're not a scrappy underdog. It's fucking Syracuse. They're an institution. That's what they do. That's what Bam's been there for 100 years. That's, this is what he does. He goes to the tournament every year. Um, he does. I think they have a really good chance of being that team, though. That makes your premonition come Houston? Through. Syracuse. Oh, so being that team. Oh. Uh, I think Houston will take care of them. I, I, Houston feels like a team that's it's going to make, make its way to the Final Four, but uh, Syracuse is one of those teams that just always gets in the way of good ideas like that. I actually think Houston is going to bow out. I know everything looks like it's lined up for Houston. Mm-hmm. I think it's Loyola's. I think Loyola took control of that region when they beat Illinois. Wow. I do. I like Loyola. I think them and I, I don't even look at Illinois' loss as like a uh, as like a choke job. I just think they, they just ran into the wrong team, man. They just ran into the wrong eight seed. They were underseeded, bunch of seniors, and uh, just got beat. I, I, I don't. I, I don't really hold it against Illinois too much. Were they more talented, Illinois? Yeah, probably. Um, you know, it's a game you, you got to figure out to win, way to win, but. I mean, Loyola just – they're good. And I, I think they're the team right now in that, uh, in that region. I think was they're Loyola, coming out. Was Loyola seeding um, a little disrespectful? Like, what, what, should, they, should they have been higher? Um, I, I don't, know if, yeah, disrespectful. I I don't like, know if disrespectful is the word, but you know what I mean. I don't know if disrespectful is necessarily the word, yeah. but they were a top 25 team all year. Mm. Which, if you're a top 25 team all year, you're probably in the, you know on the six seed range. Yeah, I think it kind of held it kind of held it against them that they were in a weaker conference. Mm-hmm. You know, so the competition wasn't as high. Uh, I would have made them a little bit higher, maybe like a six. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think we already had them around the eight range, so I think this was kind of expected. But they're definitely better than eight seed. Okay. All right. That's the best way I could put it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's tough because there's a lot of good teams, and you're going to have some good teams in the 8-9 game. We just saw LSU-Michigan. LSU gave Michigan everything they could handle. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that was just a tough draw for Illinois, man. I, I mean, Loyola would have beat a lot of teams, I think, on Sunday. I, can't, I just can't get over Sister Jean thing. I just can't get over it. I can't get past that. I cannot look. I mean, sure, it's, that's all they show. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know that these players are actually on the court playing ball because you would just think it was just an old lady wheelchair. Um, yeah. Yeah. And just putting points on the board somehow. Um, I just can't get over that. To me, to me, there's a school that's got a nun for a mascot. It is a little odd. You know what I'd like to do is have a shot of one-on-one with sister Jean. Would oh, that like, be like, would that be like breaking, uh, Kind of like being like putting your differences aside, coming together on something. If Sister Jean ripped the shot of Wild Turkey 101, yeah, that endear you to Loyola. She would no, she would win me over though. 
She would win you over. She's an old lady. Like it's kind of hard. We, you can't come away again. An old lady. Again, man. I, well, I can't, there's a couple. I, there's a few old. I should say. I, a few I, old ladies. I, I cannot get over. I can't get over it that they're like that. It's like this love love fest over a, a nun. Because I, 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 it doesn't make. It's just not compute to me. It doesn't compute to me. I would just talked about like all the, the stories I've heard about nuns growing up are, are not good. Are not nice ones. They're monsters to the kids in schools back in the day. Mm-hmm. So she's 101, right? 101. So 60 years ago, when she was like our age, she's working. <laughs> who knows what she was doing? Working. She teacher somewhere. I want to know what she was like then. Was she one of those nasty nuns that was just wrapping people in the knuckles, sending people, lecturing people on Jesus for not having their skirts hemmed the right way and that kind of shit? Oh man, you're trying to cancel Sister Jean. You're I'm not digging. trying to. I'm not trying to cancel. I just want the full. I just want the whole truth, man. And it's not a Sister Jean thing. It is. No, I'm all for it. I'm all it's for a non, it. It's, it's a non thing. It just it doesn't. It just does not make sense to me. Like, I get it. She's an old lady. She's a fan. I get it. I get it. I'm not trying to be. Look, you know, a lot of people come after me because it's the easy thing to do. Oh, she's an old lady, wheelchair, 101. God bless her. It's the easy thing to do. What everybody else is doing is easy. What I'm doing is the hard. I'm doing the hard work here. No, I would like to. Hear, I would like to have someone come forward and tell me some Sister Jean stories. I want to know. I want to know what's behind the curtain. She might have been sweet sixty years ago. Might have been. Might have been. That's and that's fine. That's fine. I'm just saying it's just really strange to have this love this love fest over a nun. It's very strange to me. And why is she? Is she like the only nun at this school? How did she become the, oh, the imagine, one? Imagine being the ninety-year-old nun at this fucking school. I'm like, oh yeah, oh, that's great. Like God. I made all this all this way. Just I gotta wait. I gotta wait my turn. Still, like I'm ninety years old. I'm, what am I? I can't wait anymore. Can't yeah, wait. Anymore. Sister Marguerite, she's sitting in some nursing <laughs> home like this fucking bitch, Jean. <laughs> Sister Marguerite is ripping I, I, wild I turkey got her right in. now. <laughs> I got her into basketball. I'm just sitting there, <laughs> sitting there like an asshole in the didn't bubble. Even, didn't even like basketball before I met her. Yeah. <laughs> sister Marguerite. I think that's Joe Torrey's sister's name. I think that's where I got that from. That's pretty good. Good pull. I think. I think. I don't know. It could be wrong. And she is a nun. He's got a couple sisters for a couple of nuns sisters, right? Does he? I don't know. Very, very religious family, the Tories. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, they are. So you're rooting for Oregon State then? You're pulling uh, for the Pac-12. <laughs> I'm not really rooting against Loyal. I just don't expect them to. I just don't expect to see him. But I mean, Oregon State. I mean, it's not their improbable run there. But well, Tennessee, I guess not really because we kind of knew. Like Tennessee. Yeah, would, I mean, I thought Tennessee. I actually thought Tennessee would win a couple games, but oh no, yeah, I not, think you said yeah, you said Tennessee was a. I think the quote was a grown man's team. Grown man's team that just mm-hmm. did not show up for a game in March. <laughs> it's all right. Hey, you know the great thing about the fucking brackets is is if you do enough <laughs> of them, you feel like a genius no matter what happens. So I know. You, I'm a, I'm a one bracket guy though. I only did one. I did three this year. Three, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm not complaining with the bracket I did. It's just, uh, it's tough. I mean, if USC could ever win this game, my region up to, in the top left isn't bad. Two, two first round games wrong. That'd be it. Um, that's awesome. For, for yeah, for a crazy for a crazy tournament that's just had a 15 seed. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, most people – I mean, I'm only in one little pool, and most people I've seen have at least a couple Final Four teams out. So, um, if and you can – I mean, at, at any year, if you can get to the second weekend, like with your bracket alive, that's mm-hmm. better than you could ask for. Yeah. Yep. I, I expect – I expect, like, when I fill out a bracket, I expect it to be done by the first weekend. It's just too hard to – I don't even look at my brackets until after Saturday night. I just uh, I can't I can't sit there and just bracket watch and then be can't live and die with every game over something I'm definitely not going to win. No, no, you don't start living and dying with the bracket until I would say the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, you. I mean, I you know who you have. I know who I have. I have a paper bracket, but like in terms of like looking at the standings and seeing yeah. like you can't do that until yeah. the second weekend, and your team has to still be alive, which it's like fifty fifty a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Even with all these upsets, we're still getting Michigan, Baylor, and the Zags in the Sweet 16. Yeah, we got the, we got the, the big one seeds uh, other than Illinois there. Michigan holding the Big Ten's water, man. The big, yeah. bad Big Ten, man. And Maryland looks like – I mean, Maryland looks like they're going to go down. They're down 23 right now. So, Michigan's going to be the last Big Ten team. Fraudulent conference, people are saying. Not if, hey, not if Michigan, not if Michigan <laughs> run to the Final Four. And they, they kind of save space for everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's up to them, man. Ohio State, Purdue, Iowa today, Rutgers. Is Rutgers Big Ten? I, I don't think know they are. It is, yeah. All these teams move around. Maryland's fucking Big Ten now. Can we uh, Rutgers won a fucking tournament game? They probably should have won, too. They just fell apart there at the end. They couldn't score. I mean, they were beating Houston that whole game. That would have been disgusting, Rutgers Syracuse. <laughs> that would have, that would have kind of made me sick that game. <laughs> Syracuse Houston isn't much better. I'm telling you, man. Just seeing Syracuse. But at least I at least I could root for some. I mean, I would root for Rutgers against Syracuse. I'd root for anyone against Syracuse. Thousand percent, yeah. Um, I've been know, Rutgers. Just, oh yeah, Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda yeah. given three against Syracuse for sure. Lay the number. Um. But yeah, but Houston, I like I, I like Kelvin Sampson. At least Houston, I can root for. Like I have rooting interest. Like I like them. Whereas mm-hmm. Rutgers is just more. They feel more like a hired gun. Yeah, there's only one Big East team still hanging around. Two. Two or I miss. Creighton, Creighton won today. Oh, that? Creighton! I just forget they're a fucking Big East team. Yeah, from straight out of Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, Creighton Blue Jays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Creighton. So Creighton's going to go on to play Gonzaga. Creighton, Nova, Creighton. Both teams we've we've wrote off too, coming into the tournament. Creighton because they had a poor performance in the Big East final, and Villanova because they were banged up, and uh, lost and you know lost pretty handily to Georgetown in the yeah. Big East tournament. And here we, here they are, both teams. Creighton, I think, had a pretty decent draw. I actually expected Creighton to. Get to this point. I don't think they're beating Gonzaga. I don't think they can score enough. Mm-hmm. Um, Nova, yeah, Nova surprised me. I, I thought Winthrop would beat them. That was a you know obviously a trendy twelve five uh, upset mm-hmm. pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they got their kid Moore back right, and they probably you know they didn't get a bad draw either because they ended up having to play North Texas. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, right, they're going to be both these Big East teams are going to be big underdogs here, or decent sized underdogs. Like I saw, I already saw Nova was getting six and a half. Creighton, 
mean, they'll probably be getting like nine, ten. I would have to guess against the Zags. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe playing with a little bit of house money, those teams see if they can kind of shock the world. I just don't think Creighton can score enough. I give Nova a little bit better shot just because they're playing Baylor. Baylor's due to throw in a clunker. Mm. But yeah, two. I mean, hey, Big e- Big East has two Sweet 16 teams. Big 10 has one. Heard a lot about the Big 10 this year. All right. <laughs> Big 12 is another one. I, I think Baylor's the only uh, Big 12 team left. Right? West Virginia, Texas, Oak State bowed out, Oklahoma. So the Big East has as many teams as the Big 10 and Big 12 combined right now as we stand here. We'll take it. Big East. Oh, no. Well, can oh, we got to see what Kansas does here first. But, yeah, you get the point. And the Pac-12 just doesn't lose. Colorado finally put a loss in the Pac-12's loss column. But, I mean, the, the Pac-12 is just – Bill Wallen's loving this. <laughs> and they look unbelievable, this conference. Yeah. Yep. This uh... – And the SEC has been better than people thought. Our Arkansas and Bama are going to get in the Sweet 16. LSU almost got there, but yeah, SEC is going to have two teams too. Arkansas and Bama both making it that far. That that was not something that we expected. Those are the Mikey Casino teams, Bama, Arkansas. We just assumed that uh, football teams wouldn't be able to hold their own here. We just we just assumed. I mean, I, I was high in the SEC this year. I just, I thought, I thought uh, Bama and Arkansas were better than people thought. I was, I liked both those teams. Yeah, but we were talking jerseys last week and just how they look funny and stuff, and how we kind of automatically write them off come come bracket time. Oh yeah, of course. It's because they look, they look, they look, they they do look funny when you, when you put them into the like you put them deep in the tournament. Or yeah, you when like you put them next one. to like Kansas and Duke and Carolina, they look different. Or if you even pick one to win, what's the what's the is Florida like the most football like the biggest football school to win an NCAA basketball championship? At least like with uh, like in our lifetimes. Florida, so the the year with Noah, and Horford, and all those guys. Two years. Huh? Uh, yeah. It might, uh, it might be. I mean, you don't consider Louisville a football school, right? Nope. Louisville's more basketball. Probably in our lifetime. Yeah, because you go way back, you get a bunch of those weird teams. Well, yeah, I mean, Arkansas did win in 94, so that was, that was technically in our lifetime. Oh, Noah yeah, Richardson. Yeah, so, yeah, probably Arkansas then. Yeah, I skip right over them. Yeah, it'd probably be them and two SEC teams. It's the football conference. Let's see. It's been it's been fourteen years. Fourteen years since we had a football school win. Yeah, and it was thirteen years before that. So what did they do? Michigan State more of a basketball school because of Izzo. Because of magic. It's a magic. <laughs> <laughs> it's been twenty-one years for the Big Ten, man. Michigan got twenty-one years. Wow. Pac-12, it's been 24, Arizona. Wow. Yeah, serious drops. Yeah, the a- the ACC and uh, the ACC and Big East, man. They, they, you know, UConn, Cuse, Nova, Duke, Carolina, those have been the teams that 
And then winning it. Louisville won one then for the Big East. Yep, yep. Big Ten, man. It's been a it's been a long twenty one years, man. It's been a long time since Mateen Cleaves. The legendary Mateen Cleaves. Yeah. I th- I was thinking about it. This might be like I loved football season, and the playoffs were great. I, I think in the past year, this the tournament so far maybe it's just recency bias because it's ha- actually happening right now. But like I think it's I think I've enjoyed this more than any sporting event all year. I don't know if it's just kind of shit getting back getting back to this and getting back into it. In the past and, year since. Yeah, because I mean, the Corona. Yeah, I mean, we watched all the base season. It was fine, and there was nothing really to cheer about in the playoffs <laughs> for yeah. us, at least. Um, I think football season was great. Went off without a hitch. I mean, a couple of problems here and there, and the playoffs were great, minus you know the outcome. Uh, but something about this is great. Just grabbed me. I don't know what it is, but it just feels. It just feels kind of right. I don't know. The crowds are small. Maybe it's like Hinkle Field or Hink, Hink, Hinkle or Hinkley? Hinkle Fieldhouse? Hinkle, I think. Hinkle Fieldhouse. Like, it's a great place to watch a game. Sun's shining onto the court during the day games and stuff. <laughs> uh, I just, and I love like that mezzanine section of it. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, none, like, none of these places has a personality except for Hinkle. Yeah. And it's just got like – It's like behind the rim, behind the hoop. Yeah, does does it go all the way around, or is it just behind the hoop? But yeah, like I guess it's just behind the hoop. Yeah, I can yeah. see it right here. But yeah, that like elevated seating, like that's that shit's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, and well, we it's cool it, having the small arenas. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Other places kind of blend together to me, but this is the one place that you kind of and it it doesn't it doesn't hurt that the announcers constantly mention legendary Hinkle Fieldhouse, even though I couldn't remember how to pronounce it. Yeah, they beat it into the drop. They oh, uh, yeah. beat it into the ground. Oh yeah, it's not just on TV either. I heard a couple of games on the radio the past couple of days, and they just yeah, constantly. Welcome back to Legendary Hinkley. Who's on the radio? Jim Spinarkle? No, it wasn't Spinarkle. Shit, who was it? I don't even. I can't even remember who it was. I was listening to uh, what was the upset on Friday? Uh, was that Oral was Oregon State? Oh, maybe it was Oral Roberts, right? Ohio, yeah, Ohio. Yeah, yeah, that's what you know. I, was to, I can't remember who it was, but it was that was great because it was the game, but it was also like Mad Dog chiming in, like he would just like let it play. It's on ser- so it's on serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so he's allowed to do that because he's on serious. Yeah. Oh, and um, the announcer was whoever does the Cubs games. So I don't know what the fuck that is. I only know that because dog because dog mentioned it. TV. Like, I don't know. I'd assume it's Cubs radio, but I have no idea. The only guess I have is Harry Carey, but it was not. I would have recognized his voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, now we'll mention this about Sirius because they had in between games today. I think it was Gottlieb got on there. Yeah, and it doesn't not important, but they're talking about whatever. I think it was Creighton, Creighton's game or something. They're talking about it and. Uh, He's like, oh, whoever the best player is. So basically, he mentions the best player, and you go, and he gives their record, like when he shoots above a certain percentage and when he shoots below a certain percentage, right? It's like, right. oh, they're like seven and one when he shoots over forty nine percent. In those other eight games, he shoots thirty eight percent or something. And I'm like, I'm thinking, do we really fucking need to know that he shoots that their best player 
doesn't shoot as well in the games they lose? Like, of course. If he was shooting better, they wouldn't have fucking lost those games. Like, I understand, like, using stats to back some shit up. But, I mean, tell me that they lose the games where he shoots poorly. And this isn't a fucking surprise to me. That's not groundbreaking. So if you, no, it if, seems common knowledge, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, what are we doing with ourselves in these fucking numbers, man? Like, that's a guy. It's still time, bro. That's a guy try that wasn't even a it wasn't even like a conversation. It was like a quick minute between like I don't know. He it wasn't even hidden talking. It was like some guy brought him in, asked him a question, and like that was what he came up with. Was that, you know, was that they gotta make the other team shoot worse. Yeah. Like what are we doing with ourselves with these numbers, man? Like do we need do we need to do we need to like that's a guy who thinks he's being smart, thinks he sounds smart, that says something completely asinine and unnecessary. I don't fucking get it. I don't understand why. I don't understand why people. Uh, this doesn't make sense to me. Like you're no, not. I, you're I just not think. Smart. I, I don't know. I just think that they they these guys need to fill so much time, man. And they need to just throw all these different oh, man. like a, like so, like a stat like that to some guys, man. They get hard over that. Like I can't wait to pass this off. That's a weird. Like, this guy he shoots over forty percent when they win. It's like, oh, look, when they lose, like, you know what I mean? He, he thinks, like, fans are going to be falling all over themselves when he hits them with that, when it's just, like, the most obvious statement in the world. They shoot worse. Than Especially in college win. basketball, man. It's like no fucking shit. A lot of these teams rely on, like, one or two guys to do their scoring. If they play like shit, they don't win. Yep. Yeah, man. You're going to see it in the tournament, man. One of the te- these teams' best players is going to go in the tank, and they're going to be out and lose by 20. It also pissed me off that it was Gottlieb, too, because I fucking hate that. Well, guy. yeah, Gottlieb is dweeb. <laughs> he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't really have much, you know. He doesn't, the guy doesn't have an ounce of charisma in him. Talk about guys who should be canceled. I mean, just cancel him because uh, he stinks, and they make something up. I mean, didn't he, like, steal credit cards or something in college anyway? Yeah, where'd he go to school? Duke, right? No. Gottlieb no. was Duke, was he? I don't know. He seems like a Duke kid. Arizona State, Arizona, Western kid. I'm making him an. I'm making him an honorary Duke Blue Devil. He looks like a Dukey. He went to Oklahoma State. It's close. I had him out west, but not why quite we, that. Why are, we, why are we giving that guy a microphone to do anything? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he stole. Uh, he did something shady. Yeah, he was like stealing credit cards or something. Yeah, he was stealing. I was going to say laptops, but that was some guys I knew kind of a few years back. <laughs> they were stealing laptops right King, rooms. King Krabs. It's <laughs> <was> famous, Seamus. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's just a, there's a, I got all mind seeing the stats, but don't tell me a story. I could tell myself the fucking story. I'm not an idiot. I just no, it, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't he made it seem like it was so fucking groundbreaking and I was just so pissed that's what it came up with wasting my fucking time. Was it was he talking about the Oral Roberts team? I think it was I think it was Creighton. I'm not positive though. Zagorowski, Zagakowski, whatever the fuck is. I don't name. I don't pole, remember the poll. It might have been him, but I I don't. Yeah, it might have been. It was, he's the guard, right? Shot pretty well today, and they won by double digits. So <laughs> well, maybe he's onto something. <laughs> yeah, I, no, he's onto something. Yeah, that we've been onto forever. That if you shoot better, you're gonna have a better chance to win the game. Yeah, we know. 
<laughs> score a lot of points, you got a better shot to win. If if you if he was two for eighteen and they won, I would then I'd be like, okay, great. But I mean, that's like the, yeah, if they score ninety five points, they, they win ninety nine percent of the time. Okay, thanks. Yeah, the best player taking the most shots has to shoot well. It's shocking, <laughs> shocking development. Oh, it's a waste of my time. All right. By the way, dodged a bullet with uh, so far with only that one cancellation. I hated the fact that Oregon didn't have to play. Was it no. Saturday night? Yeah. But, I mean, you can't have any more postponements. You, they got lucky because nobody cares about VCU. Yeah. If this was a bigger team, and they're a 10 seed, but this was ever like a bigger team, like a UConn, Syracuse, I don't know. What's another bigger team? Like UCLA, uh, kind of like a team like that who was a lower seed and had a bow out. I think you would have heard some serious outrage from people. And I don't even know, like, I don't even know what to complain about because I don't know the details. Like someone got COVID on VCU, but I don't know. I just feel like they had to have something in place to like guard against this and not have forfeits. It's been a blimp, a blip though. Nobody's even talked about because it. it's vcu that's swept swept under the rug here's nobody com- roots for vcu here's that commercial man here's your h&r block commercial now this is the h&r block yeah i went to h&r block once man fucking highway robbery <laughs> that's not what they this charge commercial you so does. much this commercial says otherwise well this is our fucking commercial this is sunday force commercial <laughs> h&r blocks bunch of scumbags <laughs> they charged me so much to do my taxes one year Never again. Never again. TurboTax. There you go. <laughs> it's a free ad right there. TurboTax. When you're in a pinch, TurboTax. Uh, so all these teams are going to – all the teams that are that won are going to be in Indiana just taking classes until Saturday now? Yeah, remote learning. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, again, everybody's been doing it. Yeah, I mean, that's the last thing I was thinking about. No, no, I'm saying, but, there, but there's – no, no, no. But I'm, I mean, I'm just trying to think how they're going to pass their time. They're going to have all week to sitting in a hotel in Indiana. Yeah, I mean, that's – what else What else are you going to do? I mean, you want to win the championship, you got to earn it. Some, some, you got to, some, man. Hey, the, the guys in the NBA were in the bubble for how long? Yeah, I mean, this, that is, was, a, this is a quick two, yeah, three weeks. That was in Orlando, and they had, like, two golf courses. They had, like, an entertainment center and – I mean, you got to earn that shit. You got to get to the next level. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm saying not all bubbles are created equal. No, no. This is like a very meta. This is a very loose bubble, as far as I'm concerned. The the uh, the Indiana one. Yeah, I mean, if people if people testing positive, then it's not really much of a. Well, it's a it's a uh, what do they want to call it? A controlled environment. Well. We'll see. We'll see. Because, right, nothing from VCU happened. Or nothing happened outside of the VCU thing. Is that um, Regina? Uh, never mind. So that's someone famous. It's someone's mother on UC at USC. <laughs> famous now. And, yeah, it makes, <laughs> it makes more sense. Unless you're a nun, they're not letting you in. Although I saw Gene Cady was at the game the other night, first four game. Oh, my God. How old is Gene Cady? 91. I mean, he looked 91 25 years ago. Exactly. Now he looks good for his age. 
<laughs> it caught up to him. He's looked 85, you know, since 1993. <laughs> now it's like, oh, Gene Cady's looking pretty good. He's hanging in there. Yeah, if he looks the same as he did 20 years ago, he's looking pretty good. For oh, his he age. does. For his, for his age. Does. For his age. Yeah. Looks fantastic as far for, as I'm concerned. Does he still sport the wispy comb over? Uh, he had a hat on, I think. I think he was at the UCLA-Michigan State game. I think that's where wow. I saw him. He had a hat. Wow. Gene Cady. Locked in. He was locked in. Never got to a Final Four, Gene Cady. Couple not, Elite Eights, that's it. That's not surprising. Purdue, man. Fucking yep. Purdue. I don't even yep. blame him. It's the goddamn laundry. <laughs> I mean, he was there for 40 years, <laughs> right? How long did he coach yeah. Purdue for? Yeah? I mean, you're there for long oh. enough. Partly his he was there fault. For a, he was there for a long time. It's partly his fault. And Glenn Robinson's fault. He, <laughs> Glenn, big dog. Yep. He lost to Duke one year, man. Duke was he was running a clean program. How are you going to beat Duke? It's true. Yeah, no, it's not a fair, uh, not a fair field. Goddamn organized man. crime in Cameron, you know? Yeah, you can't say anything. or Otherwise, uh, Coach could just walk out and take his ball with him. See you next year. <sighs> yeah. Forget it. Oh God! Imagine, imagine Duke like was the mafia. God, that would be pathetic. Could see it. Can't do your business like they do. (laughs) No. Um. So what team? What team you bet in your life on right now to make Final Four? Gonzaga. To make the Final Four, let's see. Like gun to your head, like that. That team, your best bet. It's probably Gonzaga. Yeah, right? even steamrolling through so far. And who else are you really taking? I mean, not putting your life in Baylor's hands. Michigan. I don't know. Michigan definitely gutted that game out tonight, but they're living on the edge. If it, if it's not Gonzaga, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Hey, did Nolan Richardson die this year? Oh. Or, is he st- or is he still alive? He Did he recently die, Nolan Richardson? I thought he did. Could be wrong about that. No, he's still alive. Oh, sorry about that, Nolan. I don't know why I thought – all right. You were trying to spur the Razorbacks into a big Final Four run. They, they, might, be, they might be on the list. I hope so. Uh, I'm rooting uh, for them. After, um, after Gonzaga. Pulling they, for them. They are a uh, – they didn't look good against Colgate there for a little bit before they went on a run, but they've been able to – they grinded it out against Texas Tech. I don't put it past them. That happens in the first round game sometimes. The lower seed gets off to a hot start. Mm-hmm. High seed gets put back in their heels a little bit, kind of realizes that shit, this is not going to be an easy, easy W's go out there and take care of business. And then once they, once they put the gas down, they, they roll away. And that's what Arkansas did to Colgate. Yeah. And they look like it di- Like, look at Bama right now. Bama's a different team tonight than they were against Iona. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, got yeah, the jitters yeah. out of the way against Iona. Now they come out and they smoke Maryland. Yeah. Who I knew was fraudulent. I mean, they they should have won last uh the other night against UConn by like thirty. 
Like UConn was shooting 20% and they were only down nine somehow. And that's when I made my decision that Maryland stunk. That's good. Yeah, well, that's a good scouting report right there. Yeah, and I gave up Bama as a pick tonight for that reason. I was like, Bama played like shit against Iona, gutted it out. They're going to come out and play better. Maryland stinks. It's handicapping. That's how you do it, man. <laughs> What's I mean, Maryland sucked the other night. Like, I, I didn't even know what I was watching, man. Like, a, a competent team would have beat UConn by 30 the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Maryland, Sayonara. Speaking of losing by 30, Kansas just went down 19. Down that Fucking Pac-12, man. We're gonna get a little. Pa- we're gonna get a little Pac-12 Sweet 16 action if this holds. USC, Oregon. Unbelievable. Clear your calendar for that one. We'll be watching. We'll be watching Sunday. All right. So now we have no hoops until Saturday after tonight. This is it. This is the swan yeah. song. It's gonna be you a. Gotta get. Uh, yeah, this is it. You gotta no. get some. Uh, you gotta get some movies in. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, because you turn around and then there's uh, baseball season starting. Right. Or you know it. It's not it comes fast. Oh yeah, it's coming. We're we're here. Do you we're, know do you uh, know what a MacGuffin is? A MacGuffin. <laughs> is that like a it's like a breakfast thing at McDonald's? No. I'll take an egg That's... MacGuffin and take an egg MacGuffin and uh coffee. <laughs> No, a MacGuffin is – I'm going to try and explain this as best I can. It's a plot point or plot device in a movie that kind of furthers the plot along but doesn't necess- isn't necessarily that important to the plot. But uh, wait, how can it help move the plot along but not be important to the plot? I'll give you an example. Doug in The Hangover. Yeah. Like the whole point of the movie is finding Doug. Where's Doug? We got to find our friend Doug. But is Doug really that important to the movie? Or is he more just like there to move the plot along? That is the plot. Find Doug. Right. But he's not. He's like kind of an afterthought. Like the whole like classic parts of the movie. It's just them like dicking around getting in trouble in Vegas. But the whole... He's what keeps them keep he's what keeps these chain of events in motion. So he's the MacGuffin. He's the MacGuffin. Okay. I didn't realize what MacGuffin was until last week. Okay. I had Casablanca on DVR. Nice. Okay. So I go to watch it and at the it's TCM and at the beginning it's these two guys talking. I don't know who they were. Ben Mankovich? Could have been. I don't know. They had glasses on, you know, books in the background. You know, these types of guys. And uh, so they start I – was, I, was, I wasn't going to uh, – I was going to fast forward, but then they started talking about what a MacGuffin is. Hmm. So I was like, MacGuffin? I was like, what the fuck is that? So they use uh, – have you ever seen the Maltese Falcon? Um, I might have. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm that's – I've Bogart never seen movie. it. Yeah. yeah, it's Bogart. I've never seen it, but apparently, like, the Maltese Falcon – which is the title object. That's like the most famous MacGuffin oh, okay. movie history. All right. So it's like the Holy, the Holy Grail then, something like that. Kind of. I think that's yeah. an example of one. Uh, okay. Private Ryan is one. Okay. They keep right. looking for Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh, and the reason they were talking about it is because in Casablanca they use the uh, the letters in transit. Is that what they're called? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of that's the MacGuffin. That's what keeps the plot in motion, even though they're not really that important to the central. It's a MacGuffin, right? So okay, I didn't know that. I learned. I guess they that. don't technically. They could technically be a little bit more important to the plot, but right. But it's not know. the focal point, really. It's it's it, it's like uh, it's gasoline for the plot. Keeps keeps, keeps the, the engine going. running, right? But it's not uh, it's not the focal point, right? Because there's no point are we like following those pavers around. The stories is about Rick and story. Elsa. Yeah, it's uh, it's not it's more than a love story. Come on, it's more than a love story. Well, also, I mean, it's a, it's a war movie. It's a story about it friendship. is a war movie. It's story, <laughs> um, it's uh. I don't know. It's just like dirty the business in Casablanca. Transit, the, the letters in transit weren't real things, right? I have no idea, to be honest with you. I mean, I assume that there's, you know, if you had to get out of some place like that, you probably needed some sort of. I don't I see know, something like that working. I don't see something like that working on a Nazi, though. Like the biggest scumbags ever who played by their own rules and were just mm. like the worst humans ever. You're just going to show them a piece of paper and be like, okay, right this way, Mr. Jewish person. Go ahead. <laughs> There's no way. Oh, you're the freedom fighter that wants to end end our rule in, here in France? Like, or, no, I don't. Or over in France? Like, I don't think so. You've been following us all over the place. <laughs> no, but also, well, Casablanca wasn't Nazi run, right? It was a, it was neutral territory at the time, right? Because he has Nazis in there. Plus, he has yeah. So it's not the, the so, husband. What was so he? It it might have worked. It might have worked in um in Casablanca just because it was kind of it was kind of its own law at the time. But I mean, if you were in France, yeah, well, that would have been a problem. You and where exactly was Casablanca? Uh, Northern Africa. Oh fuck! How's way? Oh, I Northern Africa. I thought it was Northern Africa. Yeah. So they're on a completely different continent. No, I mean, but there there was fighting going along the northern part of Africa, though. I there mean, was Nazis fight. in Africa. <laughs> yeah, like there's like a whole. Um, God, I read about it and like whatever, just marching across like that. Up, I forget who was going which direction, but basically marching towards each other towards the top of Africa. There, Jeez, I know, I had no idea World that you made it Africa. I'm pretty good at World War II, too. I didn't know that. World War II was crazy. Oh no, Casablanca is not in Africa, or is it? Hang on a second. I thought it was like Morocco. I can't even find Morocco on a map, so. Oh, and they have you ever seen? Uh, it's an Italian movie, Bicycle. The Bicycle Thieves. Is that what it's called? They use that as a it, oh, because so the reason that the MacGuffin thing was fresh in my head, even though I watched Casablanca last week, because mm-hmm. it was a category on Jeopardy tonight. MacGuffin. Really? See, now I, I was able to pass that off on my wife. I was like, MacGuffin. You know what a MacGuffin is? Like, you don't oh. know what that is? I le- you learn about something like two days ago, and then you pass it off as well, that's amazing. Like you, o- came, you always do. It's kind of came full circle. That was pretty quick. But yeah, yeah, right on the rebound. Yeah, but you were right. Ca- Casablanca is in Morocco, which is where's Morocco? Africa. I don't even know if I would have got that right. I would have been like Spain. I thought Morocco was like closer to Spain. It is. It's just to the north of Morocco. <laughs> Oh, so it's no. Do you, do you know where Africa is? 
I thought I did. Do you know where Spain is? Yeah, Spain's not Africa, though. No, it's right above Africa. Oh, they're that close? Wow. I didn't know Spain and Africa were that close. So I guess my guess would be the Nazis were coming from like the east over here, like Egypt and Libya, coming across there. I don't really remember. And then I would guess the Allies were coming the other direction, trying to cut them, trying to cut them off. Mm -hmm. The Nazis were all over the place, man. That's all you got to know about them. They, you know, they were uh, fighting on like nine different fronts, trying to take over everything. Yeah. Wild. So yeah, there's a little MacGuffin background. And the only, I forgot you, what the other I forgot what the other questions were on Jeopardy, but I know that the private Ryan was one and then the bicycle one. Yeah, the bicycle thieves. That's a good one. Oh, and Maltese Falcon. I've never even seen that movie and I knew the answer just because <laughs> Doug wasn't in it? Nah, Hangover <laughs> didn't make the cut. I forget <laughs> what the other two movies were that they referenced. <laughs> I don't even know. For all my movie shit, like I've never I, I, I feel like I probably heard it before, but I never knew what the fuck a MacGuffin was. Uh, nah, I, I never heard the term at all. MacGuffin. Oh, another one. The briefcase in Pulp Fiction is a famous one. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. That's one where it really means basically nothing to the plot. It just moves it along a yeah. little bit. Casablanca seems like a nice place to visit. You think so? It looks awesome. I mean, it's all like old shit and beaches. He kind of he gives himself up there at the end, kind of like uh, Harry Stamper. Yeah, he does fall on the bomb there. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's classic classic movie character, Rick Blaine. Uh, yeah, he does it for love. Does it for does it for what's right? Does it for freedom? You know. Yeah, he knows what's up. He knows. Uh, he he knows also who. didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave Casablanca. Yeah, I was just home at that point, and he was. Just he a had man. some shit, and he had some shit going on that we didn't even know about, right? Like yeah, why he wasn't allowed in the states. There's definitely some. Yeah, I mean, what's his name? Uh, Captain Renault. He had no idea what was going on, yeah. but he knew something was shady about him too. So yeah, it seems like Casablanca was a good place for somebody to disappear. That you know, leave disappear. Right. And he had his own bar there and cl- classy joint. I mean, that bar is like incredible. Um, yeah, cool place. Gambling in the back, you know, a couple different rooms. Uh, pretty sure he's banging one of the waitresses at one of the waitresses at some point. Like, yeah, she has a, she's having like a meltdown. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe that wasn't the best move for Rick, but, you know, if you're hiding out another continent trying to stay low maybe don't get involved yeah. with, don't don't get involved with the help it's <laughs> that's morocco man crazy shit <laughs> that's morocco for you in a nutshell right there. yeah you know what they say about morocco <laughs> so what'd you wild. think what'd you think about casablanca then first time watching it? Uh, i liked it you know for an older like a really old i mean that movie is 80 years old now yep i'd like that it was had a nice nice pace to it good oh, story yeah. Cut out all the, you know, some of those old movies you watch and they drag and they're like, they're just too long. Mm-hmm. But it was quick, man. It was like 100 minutes. Like my ideal movie time is like two hours, a little under two hours, give or take. Yeah. I thought that was uh, perfect. It, t- it all takes place in like a day or two. Mm-hmm. 
It's a nice quick. I, yeah. I'm, all, I'm all for it. I'll go, like, I've seen Citizen Kane in the past. I, I have it on DVD, and I think I only watched that once. It was kind of slow, and, and I know that's considered like that in Casablanca. Like, you know, I think it was when I taped it on TCM, actually, they were doing like a uh, triple header. I think it was Citizen Kane, Casablanca, and I forget what the third one was. So those are like considered like the best, you know, movies yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, def- I liked it better than Citizen Kane. Now, Citizen Kane was kind of slow. And Kane, crap, I- but I- I'll definitely, I would definitely watch like Casablanca if it's on again. I put I put Kane on recently for the first time in forever, and it, I I I didn't like sit down and watch it, but I had it on and I watched like a few minutes of it, and, and it was a lot better than I remembered. But yeah, I, I remember feeling the same way when I first saw it that it was like a little slow, um, dragged a little bit. I think I think part of it was I didn't really understand what was going on like when I first saw it. So I think I think it benefit from me watching it again. Casablanca, on the other hand, it, it gets you like right from the bat. There's like a little action early on it's funny at times they kind of don't expect a movie that old to be as funny as it is and it's a really funny movie yeah um and it's uh it's all stuff you could understand pretty you know without anything like citizen kane is all like newspaper stuff and you kind of have to know you don't need to but it helps to know a little bit of history of newspaper men like in that time and how they were kind of the stars like william randolph hearst and guys like that um and whereas Casablanca is like, like I said, a love story. It's a war story. You don't need to really know about like some of that stuff would go over your head. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the French singing the French national anthem. Well, even, even there, they kind of explain it, right? Cause they show them get driven out of France by the Nazis. Yeah. So I mean, it's even that it's not too bad, but like, you know, some of that stuff might kind of go over your head if you don't understand or don't know your history there. Um, but in the end it's a, it's a, it's a love story. And, um, no, I love triangle and that's very easy to, and one guy's an alcoholic and that helps keep you in, in tune a little bit. Um, yeah. Relatable. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh good. I'm glad you gave it a shot. Glad you liked it. Well, yeah. Uh, last, yeah. uh, I think it was last Tuesday, about a week ago, maybe. That's a good one. Yeah. I've seen that one a million times. Good one. I also watched the producers. Have you seen that? I actually have that on DVR. No, I have not. As a, you got you the Gene Wilder one, right? <laughs> oh yeah, Max Bialystok. <laughs> it's great. The, uh... Yeah, it, it's a little. Uh, I think it's a little slow at times, but um, it's funny. It's a good comedy. Like Gene Wilder's hilarious. Uh, I actually, it, it 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 felt a little bit longer. Like it didn't have the same pace as Casablanca, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a fun comedy. It's just so – it's outrageous. Is it outrageous? It's almost like slapstick comedy. I mean, I saw when David Schwimmer was practicing for it with Larry David, but that was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're you, – you get, you get the point. Your curb enthusiasm history there. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll give producers a shot. I haven't seen a bunch of Gene Wilder movies. And people love Gene Wilder, but I have not – like Young, or Young Frankenstein, I have not seen that one all the way through. Blazing Saddles. I've not seen it all the way through. I've seen it, but not all the way through. Uh, I don't know what he else. He was in a couple with Richard Pryor. The Toy? Is that Gene Wilder or is that just Richard Pryor? I haven't seen that um, regardless. The Toy is Richard Pryor. It's when, uh, oh, The Toy is Richard Pryor and uh, Jackie Gleason. Oh, nice. What? It's when his, his kid picks out. Oh, okay. His kid picks out 
Richard Pryor as like the toy that he wants in the store? No. <laughs> it seems like a really bad idea for a movie. <laughs> Nowadays, yeah. But at the time, it was funny. I think that's the only two famous people in that. Richard Donner directed. Oh, Ned Beatty's in this movie. All right. Got some names. Yeah, I, think that, I think that's it. Okay. <laughs> One name. Oh, I think that's you, it. What else you got DVR'd then? I mean, I got a bunch. I got a bunch of shit DVR'd that, I, that I've been trying to like rip through. Sometimes I go off script. Like the producers I didn't even have on DVR. I just saw it and I was like, I give it a shot. All right. And I still got to get to. Uh... Oh, here's one. Here's like a random one from TCM. Mm-hmm. Problem is, I mean, it's a long movie. I haven't done, I haven't gone down the Western route yet, but have you seen, have you heard of a movie called The Missouri Breaks? No, is that Brando? Or, um, yes. I, yeah, I think I DVR that one too. An eccentric gunfighter, Marlon Brando. For hire must protect a cattle baron's herd from a rustler, Jack King, Nicholson. Oh, Jack and his Nicholson. gang. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I definitely, I, I have that one DVR too. That was on recently. Yeah. Right. And I told you I've gone with the wind. Like I gotta. That's gonna be a while before I get to that one. I'm not sure I'm ever gonna watch Gone with the Wind. I think I'm going to. I, I have to at some point. It's just. Yeah. Fucking 256 minutes, man. That's just outrageous what's your what's what's your uh interest in watching just because it's like a, a classic just or, yeah the fact that no. it's a classic okay all right i always hear about scarlet o'hare you know what i mean scarlet o'hare scarlet o'hare i want to see scarlet o'hare this i need to put scarlet a face O'Hare. to the name i mean she's no sister gene but rep rep butler is that the uh i think so Clark Gable, is that going with the one? Is that the actor? Uh, yes. Yep. There you go. Maltese Falcon coming up Thursday at 6.30 a.m. Maybe I have to off the DFR that. Casablanca at 8.30. We must be doing a little. That's their yeah. go-to. Yeah, their, their trio. Citizen Kane will probably follow. No, not on any of these movies. <laughs> oh, here's a long one that I, I think I will watch at some point. Lawrence of Arabia. Is that um, is that Peter O'Toole? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a long one. There's there's a lot there's a lot of older movies that uh, I don't know. It's there. It's an investment. Oh, we're this is the Oscars must be coming up because I think this is like their Oscar lineup. They do like thirty days of the Oscars leading up to the Oscars. Yeah. So it's like all classics. So you, this is a good prime DVR time. That's why it's, that's why you see all those movies here. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. Saturday at noon. Uh oh. Angels in the outfield. Wow. On TCM. Yeah. Oh, yeah Danny Glover. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, is that? Sorry, Saturday at midnight. So. Get something. All right. Saturday after dark. That's it. Yeah. Tony Danza, little Danny Glover. That's uh, Christopher Lloyd. I'm not sure why that's on TCM, to be honest with you, but that's crazy. It's some, once in a while, you get a weird run on TCM, one you wouldn't expect. Who, 
who of like the old actors do you like the most? Like I guess pre Nicholson. Like black and white actors? I guess, yeah. Uh, I mean, recency bias would say Bogart just because I just saw Casablanca. Um, yeah, I don't know if I've like, seen enough. Like, I don't know like James, if I've seen – you know, like, like, you know, like James Stewart? Yeah, he Harry, was uh, – Harry Grant. I don't know if I've seen enough of those guys' movies, though. Like Bogart – I have a couple Bogart movies somewhere. I think I had like a couple on VHS that I, I don't know where they came from. Like I've seen random Bogart movies, so he's like the first guy that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I don't know if I've seen enough of like the older guys like stuff to really give all an those, answer. All those older guys seem like different world to you, right? Like Clark Gable just seems like from a different fucking planet. Yeah, those are like guys that like my grandmother talks about, like how like you know handsome they were, like movie stars. Her growing up, yeah, yeah. Clark Gable, you said Cary Grant, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Cary Grant, like what was he? Like I, I, I know that I know the name, but I can't name a, a movie off the top of my head. Uh yeah, I don't know. Cary Grant was in. Uh, I don't I'm know. sure he was in like a million classics too. That I just, but I, I always confuse those guys. I always like confuse like Cary Grant, Clark Gable, like they're like the same guy. I feel like I'm sure there's movies that I know. Okay, Rebel Without a Cause is on the 30th of March. James That's James. on HBO Max right now. Oh, okay, all right. So uh, Cary Grant was the Philadelphia Story. That's okay. I know that's a famous. Uh, I think it's a famous like romantic movie. Maybe. I feel like I feel like those guys also in a lot of those movies they just kind of churned them out. And some of them, I'm sure they're in a lot more shit movies than they were in good movies. Like oh they're, yeah, they're like, they're like part of that studio system back then where they just kind of got on a contract and just kept pumping out movies. They cranked them out, man. Not yeah. like no one does that, like uh, you know nowadays. Uh, so well, it's like they, those guys had a better they, odds of being in a classic because they just made so many movies. Well, they kind they kind of do that now. I mean, with these guys getting on a contract, like you know, this guy's playing you know, Captain America for ten years, basically. Same thing with like Downey Jr. playing. I mean, it's just a different type of system. Yeah, it's the same role though. Like these guys are just cranking out. Yeah, no, different movies. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. They're playing similar characters, I guess. All right. Well. Uh, I could just, I'm just going through the fucking TCM lineup for the next 30 days. Nothing. <laughs> so yeah, that's what, I, that's what I do. That's how I end up DVR and half the movies I do. Is I just <laughs> see what's on. And... Let's see. All right. What do you, well, my DVR right now, let me tell you what I got. And then we'll wrap this shit up. What do I have? And we'll go back to listen to Iron Eagle and Grant Hill. Oh, yeah. Big second half coming up. Oh, I do have a uh, Happy Days recorded. I got to watch that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, Missouri Breaks. I have a movie called uh, Straight Time, which is... 
How come I can't get the fucking information on this? Come on, dickhead. I have the Manchurian Candidate. You ever see that? The Sinatra one? Yeah. I have not. 136 minutes. Straight time. Harassed by his parole officer and despite his new girlfriend, an ex-convict, Dustin Hoffman, slips back into armed robbery. (laughs) Slips back into armed robbery. Straight man, it's called? Straight time. Oh, straight time. Uh, Cat in a hot tin roof, Blazing Saddles, the producers, The Public Enemy, and Little Caesar. Oh, Little Caesar's an old one, right? Yes, Public Enemy and Little Caesar are pretty old. Is Little Caesar Cagney? They're both. They're both Cagney. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I, I, I've seen that on. I, I want to say it's on HBO Max, or maybe I've just seen it on. Oh wow! Straight Time came right up when I searched Dustin, Dustin Hoffman. It is free on. Uh, yeah. TCM. And I think the Public Enemy is what Tony watches when uh, Livia Soprano dies. Isn't it the movie that Meadows' boyfriend brings up to him when they <laughs> yeah. meet? Yeah. I think it's the public enemy. Yeah. Trying to find some mutual ground. It didn't, didn't work. Not, <laughs> Failed did miserable. not work at all. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's wrap this guy up, my man. Yeah, I think I'm going to say before we go. No, just thank you to everyone uh, for listening. Uh, Enjoy the hoops, and we'll see you later on in the week. Peace. All right. Good stuff, my man. Mm-hmm. So Thursday, I'll be away, but we're going to do Thursday. we do the 2009 Yankee. Uh, retrospective sure and then Monday over unders um, Monday's over unders okay all right then we'll figure out Thursday when we get there all right nice uh, Kansas any chance to come back here are they just are they just a glass jaw team uh I mean, I like I like USC, and I'm not high in Kansas, so I'm going to say USC hangs on. I don't know if it's going to be easy, but I'll say they hang on. I don't think I've seen Kansas take a decent shot today. I think every shot is either a bad shot, a bad choice, or contested. Pac-12, bro. No joke. Would have been undefeated in the first two rounds if Colorado had hung on. There you go. There's a finally easy bucket. Yeah, this has been good, man. I just uh, something about the tournament. I don't know what it is. Something about it just brought me back. Just uh, put me where I needed to be. It's great because you got uh, it taken from me last year. Hoops, you appreciate yeah. it now. Appreciate it all. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I don't. Yeah, don't want to take it uh, for granted. <laughs> Can't. Did you know that uh, Pete Weber retired? Oh yeah, I saw the video on YouTube on uh, Twitter. There's a video. His last, his last frame that he bowled. Yeah. Oh no way. You roll yeah. a strike. 
he rolled the strike and then he picked up the spare on the last one. He didn't, he didn't go three straight strikes. <laughs> you shouldn't retire then. You should have waited till the next time. He said something like, hate me or love me. You, you, you watched me. You still watched me. <laughs> Come on, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> are, there a lot of, are there a lot of Pete Weber haters out there? Probably. I mean, he's the most famous bowler. Right of the last ever, ever, <laughs> he's got to be. So I mean, if you're that famous, then you're gonna have haters. Heavy is the crown, right? That wears the crown. <laughs> but who hates him though? Like other bowlers, other bowlers, maybe some bowling fans. I don't know why I'd hate Pete Weber. I there's two people. There's two types of people. I I don't. I don't care if I disagree with them. It's bowlers and bowling fans. Like neither of those two are going to stop me from appreciating what people ever did on the on the floorboards there. Yeah, it was. I mean, just a uh, it was a breath of fresh air from bowling. It's like Happy Gilmore. It's what bowling needed. Yeah. How could you hate? Ah, oh, it doesn't make it. Yeah, it's stupid. I don't know. I mean, he might not have haters, but. He probably does. If you're a brand name, if you're a name at all, you're going to have haters. That's true. Yeah. All right. I mean, I just talked about for like 10 minutes. How I can't see how people love Sister Jean, so I guess, I guess you're right. <laughs> I mean, Sister, there you go. Sister Jean has haters. <laughs> I didn't say I was a Sister Jean hater. I just said I don't fucking get it, and it creeps me out a little bit. Well, you're going to have to put up with it for at least another I don't know, five days. Worshiping a nun. Crazy. All right. I'm going to get this shit out. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, man. Shit. Peace.